0: Digital marketing isn't something you need a four-year degree in or 10 years of experience to master. In fact, you're probably marketing yourself on a daily basis, good or bad, without even knowing it. Anytime you share about your passions, your business, whenever you show up and engage with your audience or create content that expands your reach and delivers value to your people... That's all a part of online marketing. But there are also some common mistakes that I think are so easy to make, and I see them all of the time. Truthfully, I think most of us, were struggling with decision fatigue. There are so many ways to show up online, from our websites and our blogs and our email lists to Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and all the other social networks. When we have so many options to create content and share our lovely businesses with the world, it can result in sharing the wrong things with our audiences or reaching out to people who aren't even remotely interested in what we're offering. And while that could be you, you could also be on the other side of the camp, staying silent about your passions, your business, your dreams. I also see people not sharing anything at all about their businesses, even on their most followed platforms, because they're afraid of that one thing, that one word that people hate, selling. If I can impart one message and one message only today, it's this. Marketing doesn't have to be deceptive. It isn't finding ways to swindle your audience into handing over their money for your product or service. It doesn't have to be, and it shouldn't be this yucky, uncomfortable feeling or this aggressive push to get your followers to begrudgingly open up their wallets. Marketing is simply creating the know, like, and trust foundation with your audience because you so very deeply believe that the things you can offer them will improve their lives in some way. If you approach it with that mindset, you'll position yourself as a trusted friend more than just another lousy salesperson. And we could all use another friend who's got her back online, right? So as we get into the five most common marketing mistakes and how to fix them, I want you to keep that in the back of your mind that you are not slimy just because you're selling something that if you really and truly believe in your product, your service or your offer, then you have to communicate that to your audience. It's a disservice if you don't share it with them. It's not about tricking anyone into buying. It's about providing so much value that people can't help but want more of what you're dishing up. Approach digital marketing with that belief and you'll already be 10 steps ahead of where you were. Now, before we dive on in, I owe a huge thank you to PicMonkey for supporting this episode. If you press play on this episode, you know that marketing in the digital space can get noisy. My team is obsessed with PickMonkey. We are even bringing an intern onto my team to create graphic templates for our brand on PicMonkey. PicMonkey's powerful designs for social media plus other marketing and advertising materials and templates paired with millions of stock photos are an amazing way to cut through that noise and to stand out. For 17% off your annual PicMonkey subscription that's up to $20 off the regular price, go to picmonkey.love slash Jenna Kutcher. It's only $60 for an entire year. That's $5 a month to create beautiful graphics to help you stand out. So without further ado, let's jump in into the top five marketing mistakes you can fix in your business today. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to Gusto for supporting Gold Digger. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll benefits to small businesses across the country. They were even named the best online payroll by PC Meg. Get three months free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com slash golddigger. Thanks to Zapier for supporting Gold Digger. Zapier is the easiest way to automate your work. It connects all your business software and handles work for you so you can focus on the things that matter the most. Try Zapier free by going to our special link, zapier.com slash golddigger. You ready for mistake number one? Assuming your audience knows what you do or what your offer is you're on Instagram talking about your family and your vacation and your dog getting their teeth cleaned today, that's all well and good. But you probably have a few people who could potentially become paying customers of yours. But maybe they just have no idea that you have a product or service that can help them. I see this all the time with entrepreneurs. They put their job title and their website URL in their bios and then never mention anything to do with their business again anywhere else, except maybe every 10th post or so buried at the bottom of a caption apologetically. Now, if you're talking about everything but the work that you're doing or the work you want to do, then there's no way your audience will know that you could be the go-to person the next time they need, a copywriter, an interior designer, a closet organizer, a bridesmaid gift, or whatever it is that you do. You might be whispering about what you're selling, and you think everyone just knows what you do because you've mentioned it here or there. I mean, I've had people say it to me like, Jenna, I don't really get what it is you do. And I always like facepalm because we all fall into this, just assuming that people know and understand what it is we do or how we serve the world. We've all been there before. Like you think to yourself, well, I mentioned it last month in a post, so duh, everyone already knows, or I don't want to annoy them or talk about myself or my career too much. They'll reach out to me if, and when they need me, like we've thought that right now, if you've ever shied away from actually sharing your work or what you do online out of fear of what others think, I'm going to tell you a real cold, hard truth. There are always going to be naysayers or people who just don't get it. And sure, maybe marketing your dreams will be off-putting to some folks. But guess what? Those people are not your people. They're not your ideal audience or your perfect customer anyway. So if you begin regularly and enthusiastically sharing about what you offer and have it being infused into the rest of your regular stories and posts, Let me be the first to warn you that you might experience a slight downshift in followers when you begin to do this. Now, when we change anything in our lives, there's a chance that people might not want to stick around for the new and different things going on because, spoiler alert, some people just don't like change. Some might not connect with your new direction. Some might just be jealous that you're trying something new. You will never be judged by someone doing more than you. I don't know who came up with that quote, but they are so right. You will never be judged by someone who's doing more than you. So let me ask you this. Do you believe in the product or service that you offer? Do you believe that it can help others in a really tangible way, whether it makes a life a little easier or happier or better? Then you need to be shouting it from the rooftops or at least from your social media. It only makes sense. The more that you share your work and weave it into your story, the more people can actually visualize themselves becoming a client of yours. Remember that old marketing stat that someone needs to be exposed to your message or product seven times before they ever even take action? It was something like that. But if you do the math and you're whispering about what you sell every 10 posts and only 3.5% of your audience is even seeing it or engaging with it online... It could take like five years for someone to even be inspired to ever take action with you. I want none of that for you. So stop assuming that people know what it is you do and start sharing it more boldly and with passion. Passion is admirable and it's contagious. So don't shy away when it comes to talk about what you're doing, what you love, what you sell, what you're passionate about. Mistake number two is this. Too much money talk. The next mistake I see is people are selling themselves only with their prices, leading with the money talk, and then getting mad when they're getting price shopped. If you lead with the numbers and you talk largely about your rates as your most unique selling point, then people will look at you more as dollar signs than as an actual human being who has something unique to offer. This is the age-old, glorious pricing dilemma that haunts each of us at one point or another, and it's exactly why showing up and leading with an experience first instead of cost is so vital. The experience is the most important piece and is likely the only truly unique thing about what you're doing, and the price is just a small part of the whole equation. Cost should never be posed as the deciding factor if you're hoping to stay in business long term and have clients that actually choose you not for just what you sell, but for you. When you think about marketing, you want to first sell with painting the customer as the hero, not your price. So when you create marketing that allows someone to envision themselves enjoying your product or being the receiver of your service, you can lead with experiential marketing that paints a true picture. At the end of the day, your customers, they expect your product or service, but what they don't likely expect is the experience that only you can offer. That experience experience begins when someone first seeks you out or stumbles upon you. And I want to make sure that when that happens, they will clearly be able to know what it is you offer and how it could apply to them. And if you followed step one, then that is going to help start that experience off because that experience is likely the only unique selling proposition about what you're doing. So when we think about marketing, you likely are going to have some place where you share or display your prices, whether it's on a page on your website or a pricing guide that you send when you receive an inquiry. How you choose to display your pricing is totally up to you, but you definitely want to look at it from the standpoint of a potential buyer. You don't want to just slap your service next to a dollar amount and let them imagine what they're going to get when they hand over their money. You want to clearly paint the picture and set the standard for what they can expect from for the price. Weave the entire picture together of what the client will receive when they buy. They'll get this sort of experience, this exact deliverable, this timeline, this level of service, and this follow-up after delivery. It's way more appealing to know that you're going to be taken care of from start to finish rather than just seeing a vague word or a quirky package title to sum up an offer. For example, if you're a social media manager, explain exactly how you track metrics, what strategies you use to grow followings, what makes your approach stand out from other social media managers. Share success stories that potential clients would want to hear that paint that picture that allows someone to imagine themselves getting those same results. Don't just put like Pinterest management for $1,000 a month, like that doesn't tell the client anything important except how much money they'll be out each month for hopefully solid Pinterest engagement. And that makes it way easier for someone to move on to another person who might charge more, but who has built out their pricing to include the value, the promise, and the details that they'll deliver on. If you're getting price shopped right now, it's usually not a reflection that your prices are too high. It's a reflection that you're leading with pricing being the most important factor and the only thing someone can use to compare you to everyone else. Don't lead with that. Lead with you. The same thing goes for one-on-one communication with clients, whether it's on email, chat, or over the phone. If you don't publish your rate anywhere and you get an inquiry about pricing, make sure you don't just give them the price number. Intentionally craft together information that shares the exact experience they'll receive with that price point and why what you do is different than others. And guess what? Spoiler alert, it's because it's you. It's almost like writing an about me page. Like if you look like everyone else, or just keep it to the bare minimum, your dream customers aren't able to connect with you and relate with you. So they'll pass on to someone who might vibe with them better or gives them the information that they're really looking for. Your pricing format tells as much of a story to connect with your customers as your About Me page does. So be sure to put some thought and intention into it when you build it out. And then be really, really smart with how you're communicating exactly what someone will get, not just the price. Mistake number three is this. You are trying to be everything to everyone. And this might be the most common marketing mistake I see. And it's so easy to fall into this trap, especially when you're just getting started. When you're building your business in the first couple of years, especially, it can be so tempting to attempt to speak to the masses, to offer your products and services as a fix for everyone, everywhere. It's partially because you do believe in what you're selling, but it's also because there's this fear of niching down and getting really specific with who your ideal audience is. We talk a lot about attracting and repelling, but ask if anyone really loves the idea of repelling someone. And the truth is we don't love it, but it's necessary as you continue to grow and refine. If you've been in business a while, you've probably have realized the importance of specializing and getting really explicit about who our perfect audience is so that we can do what we love with who we love. And there's this real fear of missing out on sales for people on the fringes. And I honor that. But if you're worried, that getting specific will keep you from reaching all of the humans that might possibly want to buy from you, you're actually missing out on serving the right people well. When you try to generalize yourself and provide something for everyone, the masses will see you as being unclear with your vision. They won't really know if your offer is for them because you're marketing to the masses. And more than that, there's just no way to serve everyone well because we all have such vastly different tastes and opinions and needs and goals. Instead, focus on the true number of clients you need, the actual number needed to hit income goals that you set, and find comfort that you don't actually have to serve everyone. You don't have to be all things to all people. This should be music to your ears. When you can see that you likely only need a small number of people who see your offer, who hear it, and who know it's for them, it allows you to get laser focused on speaking directly to them and only them. Now, when I first started out as a wedding photographer, I was watching what everyone else was doing. I was looking at how the other photographers were presenting themselves and their prices and their bios and all of that. And when I finally stopped trying to be the right photographer for every single bride in Wisconsin, planning a wedding and needing a photographer, and I became strategic and focused on speaking directly to the 25 brides I actually needed in order to reach my profit goals, it shifted everything. It changed the language I used, the colors I used, the photos I shared, the emails I sent, and the way I communicated because I had a clear vision of who exactly I was speaking to and when the right people landed on my site. it was so obvious that we were a fit that it saved a ton of the back and forth and feeling like I had to make a hard sell refocusing your voice and your vision will allow you to begin attracting the types of people who are the perfect candidates for your products and services, because you will finally be able to speak to them. Like, have you ever landed on a site and thought, oh my God, they're talking to me. This was created with me in mind. And it takes all of the guesswork out of trying to figure out if it's a really good fit you wanna craft that exact experience for anyone who encounters you. It allows you to craft stories that connect with detail rather than just shouting general information into the void. Like if you're rocking the people-pleasing method of marketing, it's likely that your messaging is falling on deaf ears. So picture them, those 10, 20, 100 humans you need to buy into what you're selling in order to reach your goals and speak directly to them. For real, like create the full concept of your ideal clients. Who are they? What do they look like? What brands do they buy? What are their hobbies and careers like? What's their age range? What's their style? You can even get real specific. Depending on the type of brand that you run, and consider things like the enneagram, the myers-briggs, their perfect day off, their bucket list, where they want to travel, what they have for breakfast, what their families look like. Like I'm serious. You can paint a picture of who you'd love to be serving every single day and then write your content like you're having coffee and splitting a scone with them. And if you're splitting a scone with me, it's going to be gluten free. Just got to warn you. And here's the thing. If you're having a hard time imagining a fake person, think of your favorite client that you've ever worked with that made work not feel like work or your dream client who you'd absolutely just die to work with and write down the things that you know to be true about them. When you strip it down to speaking to this intimate group with more of a conversational and a friendly tone in terms that they use in a voice that is going to resonate, you'll reach more people than ever. And better yet, they'll be the right people who will become endeared to your brand, trust your voice, and ultimately buy when you sell because they know and understand you and they feel understood by you better than the masses ever could. While we're on the topic of rethinking your marketing strategies, I want to share a gold digger partner with you that can help with the tasks you find yourself repeating every day. You know, you get that email back from a potential client with a PDF attached, you download it, drag it over to your Google Drive, organize it under your last name, and then go back to your email to do the next one for the next client. Try Zapier instead. It connects all your business software and handles work for you so you can focus on the things that matter the most. Zapier lets you instantly engage with leads, send them to a CRM or spreadsheet, then notify your team so they can act fast on every opportunity. And that's just scratching the surface. Zapier supports more than 1,500 business applications, even social media via Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, so the possibilities to automate your tasks are virtually endless. We use Zapier to send off instructions for our editing presets whenever someone places a new order, so it links up our Shopify and our email provider and automates that entire process. Best of all, it's super easy to build the exact solution you need in minutes without writing code or asking a developer for help. Over 4.5 million people use it and save on average 40 hours per month. That's an entire full-time work week. Right now through November, try Zapier free by going to our special link, zapier.com slash golddigger. That's Z-A-P-I-E-R.com slash Gold Digger for your free 14-day trial. Zapier.com slash Gold Digger. When you start your own business, your list of titles feels endless. You're the CEO while also balancing marketing, finance, content creation, all of the things. And you just want to get a little bit of that time back to do what you do best in your business. Gusto can help. Gusto is an easy online payroll, benefits, and HR built for modern small businesses. Yep, payroll, benefits, HR, and management tools all in one place with expert HR support and easy-to-run payroll, including W-2s and 1099s. Gusto automatically files and pays all state, local, and federal payroll taxes. They also offer health benefits, 401ks, and more for almost any budget gusto is great because you can sign store and organize all employee documents online so you're not shuffling through paperwork at your desk and you're saving a few trees in the process and gusto payroll is fast running your payroll with gusto takes 11 minutes on average so what used to take you away from your genius spots in your business is now giving you back your time if you're a small business and want a better payroll system get started with gusto now Get three months for free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com slash gold digger. Try a demo and test it out at gusto.com slash gold digger. That's gust dot com slash gold digger for three months free when you run your first payroll. Mistake number four is this. You're spending too much time in the details and not enough in the business. Okay, so probably the worst thing ever, at least in my mind, is putting in a full day of work and having nothing to show for it. Please tell me I'm not the only human that lifts my eyes and realizes the sunset, my coffee is cold, and when Drew asks me what I got done for the day and I'm left speechless, it's not a good thing. And let me explain. For example, maybe you've had a day similar to this before. You spend a couple hours answering emails first thing in the morning, and then the rest of the morning is spent perfecting your logo or shopping for the perfect dining room chair. Totally speaking from experience here and the majority of the afternoon you're meeting with your web designer getting cute business cards made around 6 p.m you're just finishing up planning a cohesive instagram grid when you realize the day is gone and you haven't actually done anything to move the needle like making money you know that needle necessary to pay your bills like you're working in the business but there are zero fruits to your labor This happens so easily in the beginning of entrepreneurship, but even seasoned business owners can find themselves in this false productivity trap of staying busy, but not actually moving anything meaningful forward. And don't get me wrong, like branding and aesthetics and email answering are all very important to creating a booming business. People want to buy from brands that look beautiful and communicate well, but that should never take up an entire day or take away from having time to strategize and creating ways to market and reach and serve your clients. In my episode with Tiffany Alicia, she talked about the difference of being an actual business, meaning you're making money doing what you love, versus looking like a business with all the flashy design and bells and whistles, but not actually getting paid to do the things you're doing because you're too focused on looking like a business and not running an actual profitable operation. If you're putting the actual work you do for others behind the work of running a business, then it's either time to outsource some of the things or reprioritize how you're spending your time. This year has been such a test for me because I've been only working part-time in order to have more time with my baby, and I've been nursing this entire year, so my work time is really fragmented and only a tiny fraction of what it used to be. When I recently hired my integrator, I took a week to jot down all of the tasks I was doing in my business, how long they were taking me, and I realized that I had fallen back into my old ways of doing things just because I can or I know how to, not because I actually should or... because I have to. Things like creating graphics, building out pages on my website, writing conversion copy. Like I was doing a lot of things that were better suited for someone else or could be easily outsourced to free up my time to be the real strategic visionary that only I can be. And Marissa encouraged me to circle things that I could let go of. And I handed off part of that whole looking beautiful piece when it comes to my business. Instead of designing completely custom brand new graphics every single time I need to share something on Instagram or Facebook, I got our team a subscription to a service called PicMonkey. And it's a massive time saver in the graphics department. I have all of my Jenna Kutcher and Gold Digger branded elements in Teplins on PicMonkey right down to the fonts and colors I use to rep represent the brand across all of my platforms and mediums, which means if I need a few Instagram story slides to announce a new product in my shop or a new podcast episode, someone on my team can create it super fast and on brand. And you can do it too. It's just $5 a month. You can use PicMonkey's templates to create standout visuals for your business from social media graphics to marketing materials to Facebook ads. There are tons of options to jumpstart this creative process for you the brand look settings are super helpful because you can save all those fonts and colors and other key elements. So they're right there when you have to pump out a quick Facebook graphic. And PicMonkey also includes millions of stock photos with your subscription. So that means you're not shooting original images for every single little project. And you know how much time and money that can save too. We love PicMonkey on Team Jenna Kutcher. And so we're working with PicMonkey to get you 17% off your annual subscription. That's up to 20 Dollars off the regular price at pickmonkey.love slash Jenna kutcher. One more time, just so you can jot this down 17% off your annual pickmonkey subscription at pickmonkey.love slash Jenna kutcher. That's one year of graphic help and stock images for just $60. Crazy, right? So now that you have your graphics taken care of, something that helps me is asking myself two questions when I have a lot on my plate and I start doing unproductive things just to feel busy. The first is, what on my to-do list can I hand off to someone else right now? It doesn't even need to be business related, especially for you solopreneurs. It could be as simple as grocery delivery. So you don't have to run to the store at the end of a busy day or getting your house professionally cleaned to take it off your task list. However, you can create more space for yourself to focus on serving your clients. Well, that's a win because when you start to move the needle and bring in more profits, that's more funds available to continue to simplify that list of yours that isn't actually moving anything forward. And after you handed off some of the tasks or asked for help. The second question is, what is the most important thing on my list that needs my attention above all the rest? There's usually one thing that needs fixing or tuning or completing before you can really feel good about moving on to the rest of your list. For me, it usually happens to be the most difficult thing on my list or the thing I've worked up to be a huge deal in my brain you do that too, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about when it's that one thing that you'd probably much rather put off and do on another day. But then once you finish that task, you realize how you made it to be a bigger deal than it was. And now that it's done, you feel totally free and motivated and ready to take on the world. Like, have you ever experienced this? Pretty wild because it's actually mentally creating this booming clarity and momentum to be able to tackle other important tasks since you were able to knock out such a beastly one first. And let's be honest, honest, momentum as an entrepreneur is totally priceless. So if you're spending a ton of your time and energy simply trying to look like a business and not enough time building and running and marketing it, then you're likely going to run into a few problems. Investing tons of time and money and energy into the things that make you look legit, like branding and websites and logos, it might feel good for a while, but they're probably not actually helping you work on your craft or also important marketing it or making you any money. Like I said, there's definitely a time and place for all the pretty. Details, but if they're taking up all of the time, then just know. Like, you never want to get so caught up in the way things appear so much that you're not actually on the ground making the things, showing up for the real work, and building your empire. Focus on one task at a time, get help and support where you need it, and use the tools available to you to streamline the whole looking like a beautiful business thing so that you can actually run a profitable business. Mistake number five is this. It's a little tough love. I'm just going to warn you. You're playing the blame game. And this one's hard because it can be really freaking hard to take accountability. But just stay with me here. Before I dive too deep into the abyss on this one, let me just mention that I am only sharing these mistakes and can speak to them because, hello, I've made so many of them myself. And I've watched my friends and peers make a few of them too. So I'm just wanting to save you the pain and discouragement of going through them fully yourself alone if you don't have to. But guys, I see this one all the time. The other day, a friend voice texted me asking for business advice, and I smiled because I knew what she needed and finally delivered a voice text back that was encouraging mixed with a little tough love. She knew it was coming because after she vented something we all need to do from time to time, she said, I'm making excuses, aren't I? And the thing was, it's so easy for us to feel like our situation is too unique or too important or too different. And it's even easier to blame other people or situations for your lackluster success or your lull in your business. I mean, it's way easier than admitting that you've got to pivot or shift or be willing to change, right? I mean, have you ever seen someone blame everything and everyone else for their problems rather than taking action to just be better themselves? I can certainly say I've been there. I've done that. I never want to go back because the game of why is this happening to me can be so frustrating and also so addicting. Sure, there are a lot of things out of our control and actually most things are how people react to us, our clients' feedback, the timing of life's bummers that we all face. I watch people get mad at the algorithm or get pissed at a newbie in the industry undercutting them or be upset that their competition is performing way better or be annoyed that someone had a similar idea as them. The list can go on and on and on. But please hear me. It's not your competition's fault, the algorithm's fault, or your friend who's doing so well's fault that you're not excelling. I know it can be hard to hear, but you literally have no control over what Mark Zuckerberg wants to do next with the algorithm or what your colleague chooses to launch, even if it's kind of sort of similar to an idea you once had. All you can do is dig in, learn new tactics, try new things, be willing to experiment and keep showing up for your people and providing value to them. Put your dang blinders on if you're feeling yourself go down the comparison rabbit hole because what everyone else is doing and saying is, frankly, none of your business. It's the truth. Playing the blame game, wasting time complaining, wishing things hadn't changed or being mad. It's all time and energy you can't give back. And you could be spending on working and refreshing and planning within your own business. Time It's not renewable. So don't waste it wallowing over things that you can't change or things you simply don't have control over. What can you change? What are things you do have control over? It's a very small window and it's what you do believe and say. Those are the only things within your power. So rather than waiting for Instagram to go back to the way it used to be, which by the way, it's not going to start rejigging your plans and being resourceful and pivoting. No successful person got to where they are by complaining about their circumstances and wishing all day that things would be different or easier for them. They worked with what they had, continued persevering, even when things shifted or got hard. And spoiler alert, they will get hard. That's what makes you resilient and powerful. And that's the mindset that impacts others in the digital marketing space the most. Well, guys, there you have it. The top five marketing mistakes I'm seeing often and I've fallen victim to myself a few times over the years. I hope today that you feel empowered and encouraged to take control of your business and use your voice to connect with your dream audience strategically and consistently. That's how you build influence and create a foundation of trust with your people so that they'll know you're the go-to guy or the go-to gal in your industry next time they're looking to buy whatever it is you're selling. Digital marketing really has less to do with metrics and stats and more to do with intentionality, connection, and innovation. With a little bit of that, I know you'll go a really long way. You've got this. Until next time, Gold Digger, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast.